Hello and welcome back to another episode of Show Thyself Approved Gents. We want to jump into it today because we have a lot to talk about. And quite honestly, I don't want this to be uh, something that is cumbersome, something that will go uh, beyond the normal time that we spend here. And uh, I want to respect your time as well as my own. But I'm sure that we're going to come back to this topic today, which I've uh, entitled Toxic Masculinity. Now, you and I have heard this phrase, these these words is nomenclature that is being tossed about uh, toxic masculinity. Uh, and before we jump into critically thinking and discussing this matter, because that's why we're here. We're not here to bark, uh, to shout at the top of our lungs, to call uh, the most attention to ourselves. No, we want to be intelligent, articulate. We want to ponder, analyze, critically think, analyze, and dissect. We want to understand and we want to make our stand uh, based on these things uh, because, quite frankly, it is necessary. I really believe that um, when there are two opposing views, uh, one or the other will make the mistake in thinking that their opposition is not versed in what they're discussing. My whole uh, perspective and approach uh, to anything is to not only understand thoroughly uh, what I am about to say and what I am about to present and uh, what I stand for and believe, but also to look at it from the point of view of the opposition and to the best of my understanding, again, through critical thinking and analysis and quite frankly, just being 100% transparent and honest, uh, seeking to understand where they are coming from. So, uh, we're going to jump here into this, but at the top of this episode, like in every episode, if you want to reach out, if you want to leave comments, constructive criticism is appreciated. If you bring nonsense and garbage and all you're doing is spamming and hollering and screaming, I will eliminate you from this process. We just want to grow together and more importantly, my target audience I want to better equip, better prepare, uh, better enable men. You can go over to menapprovedtoday at gmail.com. That's menapprovedtoday at gmail.com to leave us some feedback. Well, here we go, guys. Toxic masculinity. And have you uh, stopped to think critically about the definition of toxic masculinity i don't simply mean the the perceived notion in society that a biological male possessing testosterone telling his son to you know man up so that his um so that his son doesn't quit halfway through a task 
becomes discouraged, but rather is encouraged and strengthened and helps to develop that young boy's character. I don't want this to be considered as detrimental. And so the issue lies in, I believe, the definition of the words toxic masculinity and the application of the words by people that are bent on redefining the social construct of humanity, placing themselves at the front, at the head, and dictating then to the rest of us how things should be or are to be, what is acceptable and what is not. And you can go down the list. And so I say that because we need to be real that someone somewhere is scheming and scamming and looking to see how they can get the upper hand and the advantage over someone else. Now, whether you perceive this as good or bad, I would argue with you that it is solely based on the intent, on the thoughts, on the motivations of that particular individual. No matter where they come from, no matter who they are, no matter what their social status may be, it is all coming from the intent, what lies and dwells and motivates an individual to do something. And how they go about it, well, that is then the demonstration, the outward witness, you might say, of what they're all about. Are they about building others up or tearing others down? Are they about stepping on as many people on the way so they can get to the proverbial top of the mountain and then sit upon some sort of uh, throne and dictate to the masses? And then they forget who they really are. I mean, this is, this is across the board for everyone. And so, of course, this is done in, in such a way that it is presented to be for the greater good. Listen up, gentlemen. What is being presented, what is being argued by whomever it may be, and whatever point of view and whatever it is that they stand for, it is, it is a subtle thing. And it is not even combative, at least when, when they began. But then it increasingly becomes something that encroaches on your beliefs, on your convictions. You see how, how it slowly starts to seep in? And we're going to talk about that because it's always presented from the point of view, from the perspective that what is being said, what is being done, what is being proposed, what is being demanded is for the quote unquote greater good. But who gets to define absolutely 
across the board and to apply to everyone without exception what is the greater good. You see where the problem is? Because we're all at fault. The, the Bible says that we have all sinned. That word sin means you missed the mark. You didn't hit the bullseye. It says we have all sinned and we have all fallen short of the glory of God. Now, if you want to eliminate God, then understand that we have all missed the mark and we have all fallen short. None of us is 100% right 100% of the time. That's just a fact. None of us walk the path of perfection and choose to do what is right 100% of the time. None of our motives, and this is all inclusive across the board, are 100% pure and righteous and good for our fellow man 100% of the times. If you say otherwise, you're fooling yourself. So then therein lies the problem. You hear the argument that the cause is to somehow combat inequality or maybe discrimination, abuse of any kind, poverty, and the rest of the, of the social woes that have existed and will unfortunately continue simply because all, A-L-L, all, of humanity is corrupt to one degree or another. You can disagree all you want, but you cannot tell me that you've never lied, that you've never committed petty theft. You see, you did something that affected someone else. Lying, stealing, cheating, that's all falling short. That's all showing our condition, our humanity, our corruptness to one degree or another. Not all of us are, are mass murderers and killers, and, but we all have missed the mark. I'm driving that point home, guys, because we have to be honest. It starts with that. It starts with looking at the man in the mirror. Stop making the excuses. Stop pointing the finger. Stop blaming your upbringing, your, your father, your circumstances, your situations, your mom that was there, that wasn't there, your siblings. Stop blaming these external things. And look at yourself in the mirror and understand that you're here and it's now and you have overcome. You are a survivor and you're seeking to thrive. You're seeking to excel. You're seeking to grow as a person. And in particular, I'm speaking to the men. You are seeking to be the man that you should be, that you ought to be. If not, you wouldn't be listening. You would not be tuning in. You would not be here listening to me. 
I don't have all the answers. I'm on this journey. I want to continue growing. I've told you that. And I'm on this mission with you. Every day I'm putting in the work. Listen, I can't take a break. Every day I have to put in the work. I have to get up. I have to go work out every day. How many days? Every day. Do you take a day off? No. Well, you know, that's not good. Good for you. If you need to take a day off, if you need a cheat day, if you need to sit back and relax, you know you, but I need to push. I need to challenge myself. I need to hold myself to a standard. And quite honestly, I need to push beyond that if I'm going to grow. We're going to talk about that a little bit more, but back to the subject here at hand. So then the argument turns to to the reasoning that this is why action needs to take place to affect change. Now, although I agree that in order for evil to win the day, all that has to happen is for good people to just stand around and do nothing. We have come to a point in society that the self-declared champions of equality are becoming just like the evil people they are vehemently against. Just stop for a moment. Stop. Think about it. Your actions may start off with good intent. Your, your drive, your willingness to bring about change for the better good. Hey, I'm, I'm good with that. Good people need to stand up, need to defend. I'm talking here specifically to men. Men, you need to stand up. You need to be ready, willing, and able. This is what this, this podcast is about. Are you ready? Are you willing? Are you able? I mean, if, if you can't answer those questions honestly, what are you doing to be ready, to be willing, to be able to face the challenges of life? That, that's what we're all about here. I'm not arguing about that, but it's when that that you are in opposition to, that that you're trying to change and overcome, well, in your approach, you start to resemble and you start to become the very thing that you are opposed to because now you want to take that thing out. You want to cut off that cancer, but you don't realize you're becoming the cancer. Because along the way, you're not being inclusive. You're not being tolerant. You're being just like your oppressors. Now you're setting a standard and you're saying if it's not this way, then the highway. We're going to get to it. But, you know, there's so much to say about this, guys. And we're critically thinking about this. And we're applying it across the board. Men, women, all walks of life. Whomever you are, wherever you come from, stop and think critically. 
So let us return to the words toxic masculinity. Now, I hope that we can all agree that anything that is defined, labeled, identified as toxic, we understand that it's deadly, it's harmful, it's flat out dangerous to say the least. So we would not drink a glass of water that has been tainted with a drop of of clear poison that would just dissolve into it. You wouldn't know the difference, but you wouldn't drink it because it would kill you. This is an objective truth and cannot be argued. You wouldn't drink it. I wouldn't drink it. No one in their right mind and reasoning would drink it because that water, a toxic has been introduced into it. And so we understand and we can agree that something that is toxic is harmful. It's dangerous. Now the word masculine or masculinity refers to the, to the physical, biological, anatomical composition of a man. If we use the word, let's say, feminine, for instance, we are referring to the physical, biological, anatomical composition of a female. At least that was what traditionally, (laughs) and I stand on the tradition of those definitions. But for the sake of just critically thinking with me, are you following me so far? So with the redefinition of what once clearly was described and distinguished as a male from a female, and now we've adopted the words gender fluidity, it is no wonder that times or terms, I should say, such as toxic masculinity have been presented And the solution that is being proposed is to eradicate it and anyone that is to conform or doesn't conform to the new ideal of what a man is and how he is to behave in order to be accepted, embraced, and approved. Do you see where the where the problem really is, where the issue really is, where we're not being honest? We're redefining. And when 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 we redefine and we put the two words together, toxic masculinity. And we say this is a terrible thing. Yeah, at first glance you look at it, you say, "Yeah, toxic poisonous, nothing good can come out of toxicity. When you put it alongside masculine or masculinity and you point to men, us as men, then you're saying we need to be reprogrammed. We need to be retaught, reindoctrinated. 
See, that's what's really being said. And if we don't conform like good little boys, then we need to be eradicated. We need to be eliminated. We will never be accepted. We will never be approved. That's where I draw the line as a man. Gentlemen, that's where we need to draw the line and really understand what is being said. When I first heard the term gender fluidity, I said, okay, so now you choose. And listen, if you want to choose or believe you can choose your gender, go right ahead. That's your thing. That's your thing. But don't encroach or, 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 or be upset or somehow feel that I need to go along with it because then in turn you're looking to, to label me as a man and my actions and the way that I'm raising my children or I'm coaching a team or I'm leading my church or I'm helping or, or producing in my community. You want to label that as toxic because I am a man because of the simple fact I have testosterone in my body and I am aggressive I don't apologize for that. I won't bow the knee and conform and be brainwashed. Just like you wouldn't appreciate if I told you, no, 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 no. Uh, you, you need to change your way of thinking. You need to give up everything you believe. You see, I don't advocate or support any form of toxicity from anyone. That's that's my point. I do not advocate or support any form of toxicity from anyone. But you know, that leads me to ask the question, what are we to do with female toxicity? Or for that matter, gender fluid toxicity or transgender toxicity you know where i'm going with this right i mean you can put the label of toxicity on anything and anyone and any ideal and any belief don't fall for it guys wake up open your eyes open your ears and understand you know the saying if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. Do not think that if you are a proponent standing on the hill and claiming that toxic masculinity is this all-encompassing thing that every last single male on the face of the earth is toxic and that their ways are toxic, that the way that they teach and they are and they live and they breathe and the very existence of a male is associated with toxicity is the problem, then I just want to flip that argument on its head and say, well, what about female toxicity? What about gender fluidity toxicity? What about transgender toxicity? You go down the list and answer those questions for me. 
because not everyone falls into this nice, neat little category that you want to just present as the problem. And then you want to be the one presenting what you would deem as the obvious solution. And if we don't conform, well then, well then be, we'll be canceled. We'll be blackballed. Hmm, think about that. You know, we won't receive the approval, the applause, the acceptance. Hmm, isn't that the very thing that you're fighting and bickering and arguing about? Isn't that the same thing that you, under the guise of equality, are fighting for? And yet you want to achieve what you want to achieve by seeking to strip me as a man, as a father, as a husband, as a leader... You don't know my intents. Quite frankly, you're not in my head, in my heart. You don't know my spirit. You don't know my background. You don't know my upbringing. You know nothing about me, but you presume that you do. And on a generalization, you want to just Apply it across the board. I'm sorry that your thinking is so narrow-minded. But men, we cannot be contentious. I'm not looking for a fight. I'm looking for conversation, intelligent conversation. But I'm going to contend. You best believe I'm going to fight. You best believe I'm going to stand my ground. With all of my preparation, with all of my intellect and reasoning intact. And I am going to continue to grow and to develop and to cement these truths in my lives that are applicable to me and the well-being again of myself, my family, my neighbors, my children, my country. Yeah. And you have to do the same because if you don't, you're going to be caught up in this mess. And men, you're going, you're going to, you're going to be stripped. You're going to be emasculated. They're just going to come for the goods, if you know what I mean. They're just going to snip you. You don't think about that. You should. You know, perhaps better said, will we be honest and acknowledge that we are all capable of toxicity without exception in the micro and the macro existence of our very being? Are we looking at the little picture and not the big picture? Are we so locked in and focused on one tree that we're missing the forest in front of us? Or maybe vice versa. You're looking at the forest and you're not looking at the individual trees. It works both ways. I just want to welcome you. <laughs> welcome to what has always been deemed humanity. Being toxic 
is the issue here not being male or female or transgender or whatever. To be 100% clear with you, gentlemen, we don't have to agree and or accept someone else's belief. We don't have to accept someone else's lifestyle or identification or whatever it may be. However, the problem is when anyone begins to push those beliefs or those lifestyles or identification on others and demands 100% acceptance. And at the same time, 100% surrender of anything deemed as threatening, or if not, you are immediately marked as intolerant. You've heard that before, right? Again, the redefinition of words, the application of words, it's very important. Tolerance. Tolerance is a two-way street. Tolerance meant that you you had a respect for that other individual simply on the merit that they are your fellow man. They are your neighbor. They are human beings. But you know, that's a whole other can of worms that we can open up here. Because there's some that will argue that, you know, we're not created in the image and likeness of God. No, no, no. We just, we just evolved. I had that conversation and we were talking about evolution on a very base level, guys. And I entertained the individual and I said, you know, let's talk about evolution. Let's eliminate God and creation for a moment and let's talk strictly about evolution. And I posed the question, I said, would you agree with me that evolution is based on the theory of survival of the fittest? Creatures, to include man, no separate from animals, evolved over hundreds of millions or billions of years, and only the strong survived because they evolved, they adapted. And the person was relatively quick to agree with me and so I said so you agree with that you accept that they agreed they accepted and I said well then let's take it to the next logical step was it the aggressive primate neanderthal caveman man (laughs) was it the aggressive one that survived Or was it the passive, weak one that survived? There was kind of a pause there, a little smirk. But I stopped them real quick. I didn't didn't even let them give me an answer because they were thinking already, dang, if if I answer the strongest, the aggressor, then I'm agreeing that masculinity... Is a thing that aggression can be a positive thing. And it is. News alert. You're not going to tell the person that is coming to cause you harm to take your stuff. Let me be graphic to, to possibly 
kill you, rape your your daughters, your wife? You're not going to say, oh, please, Mr. Criminal, please, Mr. Bad Guy, if you're back in the prehistoric times, please, Mr. Sabertooth Tiger, don't eat my family. Let's negotiate about this. Let's talk this out. This toxicity is just, is no good for us. Let's learn a better way. Or are you going to become animalistic in that very moment? where you're being threatened, where your livelihood is being threatened, where your family is being threatened. You see, this is, they they want to argue something and then when you present it in a certain light, in their own realm, in their own arena, we were talking about evolution, we wasn't talking about creation. And you hear that word today, guys. I evolved in my thinking. I evolved. But notice that the evolution is the elimination of those very things that we want to or they want to credit and point to as the very things that help man to continue evolving. Survival of the fittest in this case. But now it has no place Because you want to move from that reality and the necessity of that reality to a passiveness, an indoctrination where everything has to be about passivity. Do you see it? Can you see it? If you're honest, you do. You see, we're marked as intolerant or or being on the wrong side of history or we're just simply outdated, antiquated. You fill in the blank. You've heard the terminology. You've heard it. Is this not the definition of toxicity being labeled? Of course it is. But unfortunately, they are too busy with their mission to conquer that they won't even consider that they have become, and listen, continue to become the very people and movements that they are opposed to. That's the truth, guys. That is the reality. How can I say that? (laughs) Easily. We can spin our wheels, screaming, hollering, protesting, presenting our arguments, etc. But at the end of the day, as we have said at the top of this episode, and I'll say it again, we are all guilty. We have all sinned and fallen short. The moment that we buy into the idea that we have the solution to end all the social, economic, political, educational, religious, you go down the line, all these issues of the world at large, that is the moment that you have stopped accepting the truth and reality and have turned it into a subjective lie. Actually, an objective lie. You can't argue it. 
You turn from the truth, from reality, to a fantasy, to an ideal. And it's not original. It's just taken on a new face. And it's just been reworded and repainted and relabeled. But it's, it's the same lie. I invite you to study history. I invite you to look at other nations today and ask the question, how did they get to where they are today? You're going to see, (laughs) when you study, you're going to see a clear pattern emerge. You're going to see identical circumstances across the board. How a people were led into tyranny. You're going to see it. Come on, look around the world. Look at the current leaders and powers of position in different countries and nations today. What do they have in common? How did they get there? It wasn't by being tolerant. It wasn't by being honest and truthful. No. Then I want you to ask the question. Is this the direction that we are heading in? Gentlemen, here in the United States of America. In the year 2021. The 21st century, with all our advances and all of our tech, is this the direction that we're heading in? I think it's obvious. We're heading in that direction faster and faster and faster each and every day that passes by. You know, if you're honest, You won't say, this will never happen to us. Because it already is. And you have a choice. I have a choice. As men, we can be passive. We can bend the knee. We can subject ourselves to the indoctrination, the reprogramming. Or we can stand our ground. And we can let our voices be heard. And we can intelligently make our point clear. And not just with our words, but with our deeds. It starts, as I've said here, it starts with you on a personal level. What kind of man are you? What kind of leader are you? What kind of husband are you? What kind of father are you? What does the community that you live in say about you? The people you work with or the people you employ? On and on and on. We have a lot of work to do, guys. A lot of work ahead of us. But with this said... I'm sure we'll be returning to these mics and we will be having more of this conversation as we go along. Again, leave us some feedback. Leave us your comments if you want to speak 
more about this or if you want to speak about other things listen this stuff needs to be of interest and concern you can't just push this off to the side it involves you whether you like it or not go over to men approved today at gmail.com and let me know what you're thinking and until then i want you gentlemen to be ready willing and able to show thyself approved I will catch you on the next one. God bless you.